question that people asked, uh, somebody asked, was me to recount what worked for me, you know, a couple of the milestones. And I was talking about that when I got rudely interrupted. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, uh, what I was talking about was two of the key things that made a difference in my thousand and one ways, and both were involved with relationships. Uh, I did a lot of direct marketing of, of thousand and one ways, and I sold a lot of copies that way. But two relationships made a lot of difference. One was with Dan Pointer. Uh, he was the author of the self-publishing uh, manual and uh, and a good friend of mine. And uh, he, uh, okay, so somebody has joined in. Uh, thanks, Terry. Um, and uh, what what Dan did for me is he sold a ton of books for me. He would buy them from me and uh, then sell them to his customers as a, a upsell. And this is a really kind of a neat technique that any author can use, whether you're nonfiction or you're fiction, is you can, you know, you may, especially if you're a first-time author, you've got one book. You don't have any other products yet. What are you going to sell? <clears throat> They buy something from you, sell a friend's book, sell a novel that's like your novel, or at least it's, it's a good read, and you say, hey, you bought my novel. Here's uh, three novels from friends of mine that I really love, and I really recommend you buy them. And then you send them to your site to buy the books if you want to stock the books, or you send them to Amazon with an affiliate link to buy the book, and you encourage people to actually go about buying uh, other people's books. You know, Dan and I uh, sold thousands of copies of each other's books. I sold thousands of his self-publishing manual to my customers. He sold thousands of a thousand and one ways to market your books to his customers. And so that was a really great relationship uh, that happened. And it was a, the kind of relationship that you get if you build it over time. And Dan and I were good friends. We loved to sit and talk with each other, and it really made a big difference. <clears throat> Another thing that made a big difference for me was uh, Chicken Soup for the Soul. Uh, Jack and Mark always talk about how they used my book to uh, become a bestseller. And uh, you can actually watch a video of Jack talking about that um, on my book marketing bestsellers uh, um, Facebook page and uh, where he talks about what a difference it made for them. And uh, both Jack and Mark became good friends and they really made a difference. They've sent thousands and thousands and thousands of people to buy my book. And I really appreciate that of them. And um I paid them back because my wife made them made me buy 10 copies of their book, just me, so that she could give them to her family and friends. Uh, <clears throat> so, and like every good relationship, it's the kind of relationship, you know, the best relationships are the ones where you like to sit down and talk to each other and you really enjoy each other. And that was true with Dan and I. That was true with Jack and Mark and I. It's true with Bob Allen and I and a lot of other people who have sent traffic to my, my way. And I really appreciate that. Uh, it makes a lot of difference. 
And even today, my you know, I found out that my email server had gone down overnight. And I called up my email server provider and I said, hey, what can you do? And uh, Brian, the owner of the company, uh, went right to work and put my email newsletter into priority so that, you know, it would go out before this live event uh, so that people had a chance to come here and to the live event. And he did that because we have a relationship. I know him. I know Brett, and I know other people that work there, and I love them. And you know, they're they're good people. Um, and their website. I was gonna. He told me it, and then I'm got to remember the exact uh, website. It's uh, no, it's not that. Okay, I, I want to make sure that. Uh, I get the right URL because I don't want to send you to somewhere else. Yes, it's uh, shipyourbooks.com. Uh, and um, <clears throat> they do a great job. And uh, I, I really love them. And, and they, uh, I've always, I've used them for a long time uh, through their. Uh, previous site, which is still active, uh, speakerfulfillmentservices.com. And um, I use them for my shopping cart and my email newsletter, and they also ship my books, so I don't have to worry about that. And if I wanted to sell other authors' books, I would ship them to uh, <clears throat> uh, shipyourbooks.com, and they would take care of it. So its relationships really do make a lot of difference in terms of marketing and it's really the biggest difference for me. And that's why, you know, I always hammer that home over and over again, that you really have to create relationships. That's where things make a difference. That's where you can really sell a lot of books. You know, I, I talk about it. Uh, I talked about it on my blog. I don't know if I talked about it in the real world edition of A Thousand One Ways, but I think I did. Tim Ferriss, before he published uh, The 4-Hour Workweek, spent two years marketing his book. Before it was even finished being written, before it was off the press, he would attend internet marketing conferences around the country, and he would take people out for drinks, or take people out for dinner, and ask them, how can I help you sell more of what you have to offer? How can I help you? And he started to create relationships with a lot of uh, internet marketers, <clears throat> some of them very top level internet marketers. So that by the time, he, and he was helping them, he was helping to promote them. He was doing, you know, joining their joint ventures and their affiliate programs and promoting them. So that when he was ready to launch the four hour work week, he had relationships with at least a hundred, I think probably more than that internet marketers that were happy to help him promote his book for two reasons. One is he had created a relationship with them, but two, uh, he had he had a book that they loved because what internet marketer doesn't love, uh, you know, a four-hour work week? I mean, most people would love one, but internet marketers, a lot of them write about, you know, 
marketing with little time taken so that they can spend more time with their family, go on more vacations, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So Tim talked about that, you know, wrote the book, The 4-Hour Workweek, and immediately it started becoming an internet bestseller because of all the relationships he had built over time in the real world uh, to market online because the real world was where he built his relationships by going to conferences and uh, talking to people. And I really recommend that one of the best places you can go to <clears throat> create relationships is uh, a live conference, uh, like the Author You event that uh, Judith Biles does every year in Denver. That's such a great networking place to meet other, meet other authors and, and to learn things and to start building relationships with top people, uh, not only the speakers, but the attendees. And I found this to be true when I went to Ken MacArthur's uh, uh, different uh, events that he does. Um, I met a lot of internet marketers there, uh, not just the top leaders, people like Joel Kamm and, uh, um, okay, I'm going blank on all the other people's names right now, but uh, also the people that attended, and many of those people have become top marketers now as well. And um, so live events, you know, especially if they're close by, is, is great. Uh, so, you know, if you live somewhere and you hear about an author, you know, a writer's conference or you hear about a marketing conference, something like that, you know, go and attend. Uh, if you hear about a trade show that might be valuable, go to that. Um, I had uh, one author client that went to a, a gift trade show because she has a book that's perfect for the gift market. And she signed up a gift rep there. Um, she met several of them, picked one that she liked, had the best relationship with, and that made a, you know, that makes a difference. You know, so we're always looking for things like that, that you can do. <clears throat> the other thing that really made a difference for me is, is my going out and speaking to uh, publishers groups and things like that. That always has a, an impact. And if you can do that, like if you're a romance writer, uh, and you can get a chance to speak at the Romance Writers Convention, that's golden. Uh, if you're a science fiction author, and you can go to one of the science fiction conventions, that will make a difference for your book. Uh, <clears throat> uh, if you can speak online, uh, there's a publishing summit going on right now by Eric Vanderhoek. And uh, sometime today, you could go and listen to me because I'm speaking there today. Uh, I recorded it about uh, a month ago or so, but uh, the the my video is going live today at the I think it's called the thepublishingsummit.com. Um, but if you look up Eric Vander Hope, uh, you'll find it. Um, but you know that can make a difference. Speaking is really one of the most impactful ways to market your books. And the neat thing nowadays is that you can do a lot of speaking without um, getting on an airplane. Uh, you know, I do a lot of uh, summits, tele-summits, uh, podcast interviews, um, Skype interviews, things like that. Uh, I haven't done a Facebook Live interview with anybody yet, but um, I, I plan to do one soon. 
there are lots of ways that you can do things so that uh, you really do have make an impact. And uh, in fact, Ken McArthur just uh, liked my uh, this event, uh, <laughs> and I just talked about him. So that's kind of neat. I just saw that uh, on on my uh, uh, come through on my page, and that's kind of neat. Uh, Ken's a good friend now, uh, but again, you know, a lot of people I start uh, liking them uh, online. You know, interacting with them online. Uh, that's how Joel Com and I first started uh, getting uh, getting you know to like each other, and then. Uh, I met him at a Ken MacArthur event, and he said, "I love your book." And uh, you know, and I, Joel Com is the author of the AdSense Code, uh, so he was the AdSense guru, and then he became the uh, Twitter guru. He wrote the Twitter Power, um, and that became a New York Times bestseller. And now he's uh, uh, positioning himself as the uh, live video guru. And uh, it's it's through him that I learned about BeLive.tv. Uh, I was invited to one of his Facebook Live events, found out about BeLive.tv, and signed up right away. And it's a really simple service to use. Right now it's free. I, I presume at some point they'll start charging something. But right now it's free. And you can sign up at BeLive.tv. Um, I don't get any money for that. Uh, I just like the service because it made it possible for me to do this live Q&A uh, using my computer rather than having to use. Right now, Facebook Live isn't available, at least as far as I know, on Facebook on, uh, online. It's only available through Facebook uh, app on your uh, smartphone. But you know that works nicely for you know you know short events, but if you're wanting to do something long and be more interactive, it's nice to have uh, <clears throat> uh, think you know uh, more more options. And one of the things is that if you want to ask a question here, write a comment below. See how easy that was. Um, it's interesting that the uh, actual live video is about uh, one minute behind the event that I'm actually doing. So I, I, the ask a question, write a comment below uh, just came up. Uh, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, let's see if anybody else has asked any questions at this point. Um, and it, it was too bad, and I'm not sure what happened with the part one of this, where it just stopped. And I'm not sure if that's an interface between Be Live TV and Facebook Live, or if Facebook Live has uh, a maximum time. And it and they may it may be 45 minutes. So right now, most of the people that were following me on the original one have not shown up on this one, which is sort of sad, but. Uh, it gives me a chance to, you know, to have answered that one question, which I really did want to answer, because I think it's important um, for people to learn what works for you and what, you know, so on and so forth. One of the things in starting out that really worked for me was direct marketing. Um, I would actually send out um, 
direct mail news, uh, you know, uh, direct mail letters periodically selling something, you know, a book or a service or something like that. I also had a print newsletter with uh, over 1,200 subscribers back in the day. <laughs> and every time I did the newsletter, I would have a certain number of uh, promotions, things, you know, that I, that I would be offering, you know, a special offer on this book or that or so on. And I, I would often include a catalog insert into that newsletter. And that always made a big difference in terms of the sales uh, during that month. Uh, sales would pick up a lot and keep going for quite a while. Uh, my book marketing update originally was a bi-monthly newsletter, a print newsletter, and it was usually around 24 to 32 pages long. So it was a big newsletter with lots of good content, and uh, people liked it. Um, but once uh, online started happening, it became clear to me pretty quickly that the print newsletter uh, was a lot of work and uh, uh, was costly to produce. And uh, it was hard to get people to renew. But, and this is one thing that it's a good piece of information for you to know. Online newsletters, even print newsletters, if you're doing it bi-monthly or quarterly or something like that, people have a great opportunity to forget you. Um, and so it doesn't become important to them. They may forget to uh, resubscribe and things like that. So it's tougher to get them to subscribe because they forget about you. And this is true online as well. And it's one of the reasons that with all my publishing clients, I say you can't do a monthly newsletter online. You have to do weekly. And I've been bad at it myself. I, I'll do a newsletter and, and I'll do it for three or four weeks. And then, you know, I get busy and I forget to do it. And then it's late in the week and I go, wow, I'll wait until next week. And then I get busy again the next week. And so I don't get involved in the way that I should um, in terms of doing my newsletter at least weekly. And I'm actually thinking that I should be doing it biweekly, if not more often, because people forget you. And uh, instead of doing longer newsletters, do shorter newsletter and do it weekly at least. And even two or three times a week isn't a bad idea. People will not. Uh, dislike you because you do a, a frequent newsletter, uh, certainly weekly. You should definitely do a weekly newsletter so people remember you. Um, because if you do a bi-monthly newsletter and you send it out to people, uh, what happens? A lot of them won't subscribe because they don't know you. They forgot your newsletter. They don't remember the name of it, and they go, who's this? Uh, and so on. But if you do weekly at least, they're going to remember you, and they'll stick with you. And uh, now online, of course, it's so easy to get people to subscribe. You can use things like MailChimp. You can use uh, services like I do with uh, shipyourbooks.com uh, that will allow you to do the entire interface, have, you know, host your shopping cart, host your email newsletter, and uh, do that. Or, again, aweber.com or other services like that. I sort of like MailChimp for people that are just starting out because you get the first 2,000 subscribers free. 
At least that's what it was. It may have changed in the last uh, month or two. But uh, you get a certain number of subscribers free. So you get to start and get your feet wet without having to pay any money. Eventually, once you get hit the limit, you're going to have to pay for the service. And uh, you do no matter who you use. Um, you have to pay for the service in one way or the other. And uh, so, but it's a night MailChimp. Dot com is a nice way to start off if you're starting to develop a list. You can always, when you hit that 2,000 limit, you can always uh, download your email and, and move it over to another service if you want to. And, uh, you know, I've done that with a number of lists uh, over time, and it certainly works to do that. Now, the question that I always get from people is, well, what do I put in the newsletter? And the thing is, it's not so much the content of the newsletter as the regular contact. People like to hear from you on a regular basis. Now, what I would put into the newsletter is, um, and this can apply to fiction or nonfiction, um, I would share excerpts from my book. That's an easy thing to do. And if you haven't finished your book, you haven't published it, Share excerpts of the book as you write it. A paragraph here, uh, a little section there. Uh, don't make it long. You know, don't do a whole chapter, things like that, until you're ready to announce, hey, you know, I got a free ebook available to download. And when you're promoting your book, an upcoming book, you should always have an ebook download related to that book. And you should offer it to people. And uh, it, it should be, you know, 20 or 30 page excerpt from your book that you offer to people. So you would send it to them, um, you know, uh, email them and say, hey, go here to download the book and send it off to your, uh, your partners, to people that like you, to the bloggers who have blogged about you before and say, hey, I have a free ebook. Uh, would you please announce it to your readers and so on? So wherever you own a spot on the Internet, whether through relationships or through your own ownership, announce your book, blog about the free ebook, uh, Facebook post it, uh, share it on Twitter, etc. And again, what you would do is uh, you, you have two options here in terms of how you offer the download. Most people will require that you enter your email address and join their email newsletter to get the ebook. That's one way to do it. And if I know you, I will do that. I will put my email in there to get your ebook. If I don't know you, I won't do it unless the ebook really sounds interesting. Then I might put my email in there, get the ebook, and then unsubscribe. Because I don't know you, unless I like your ebook. Now, the second way is not to require anything. Just give them a free download link, and they come to your website, and they download it. They click on this link, and boom, the PDF comes up. And generally speaking, I'd offer it as a PDF, because that's easy, or a Word document if you want to do that, because that's easy for people to read. and. Uh, Almost everybody has a PDF reader and a Word document reader that they can use. Now, if I'm going to offer it that way, I'm going to have multiple 
sections, uh, calls to action in the book where I say, sign up for my newsletter, sign up for my newsletter. Uh, and it may be as simple as for another ebook download, go to this link and uh, to get it, you will have to sign up for my newsletter. I hope you will. Uh, but generally speaking, you can tell people, hey, sign up for my newsletter so you know when my book is coming out because you are, you've just given them a sample of the book. Now, you could also, of course, besides giving a sample, uh, uh, you know, um, what was I going to say? One point there. Got distracted by a little thing going on over on the side here. <laughs> so you want um, you want to give them a reason to sign up for your newsletter, and that can be a free ebook. It can be, hey, get to know about the the new book coming up. Uh, it can be, hey, I'm going to be sharing some uh, incredible insight uh, very shortly. And one of the things I'm going to be, I'm going to be sharing a couple of very special links in my newsletter coming up. So if you haven't signed up for my book marketing uh, tip of the week email newsletter, uh, go to bookmarketingbestsellers.com and in the right upper right hand corner, there's a place where you can sign up and you can get a Facebook marketing for authors uh, free ebook. I need to change my offer soon because the uh, offer that's there, the Facebook Marketing for Authors, is dated. It was written about two or three years ago, and Facebook has changed incredibly since then. So I either have to update it, or more likely right now what I would do is uh, offer another excerpt from my uh, upcoming uh, Digital World ed uh, uh, edition of A Thousand and One Ways to Market Your Books, where I'm talking all about internet marketing. Um, <clears throat> so I just got another Facebook notice popped up, uh, but it wasn't a comment because right now uh, nobody has followed me here. So again, if you are live, if for some reason you are seeing this and I don't know it, uh, you can put a comment below and I will answer it. If you're watching this as a replay, put a comment below and uh, as a question. And I will see it, and I will do another Facebook Live sometime soon, and I will uh, answer it, your question, in the upcoming Facebook Live. Now, because I didn't get a lot of visitors during this daytime Facebook Live, I may do a Facebook Live in the early evening the next time I do it. And I'm not sure what my schedule is right now, but I will announce it on this uh, Book Marketing Bestsellers Facebook page when the new, uh, uh, at least a day or two ahead of time saying, hey, I'm going to be doing another Facebook Live. I hope you'll join me and it'll be a Q&A. And hopefully some of you will have commented below on this live video and given me the opportunity to uh, answer your question. Now, I do see that there's at least one person watching live right now. And if you do have a question, answer it. I mean, ask it in the, by commenting below. So uh, uh, I'm going to, let's see if I can ask questions by commenting. 
Beloved. This is one of the nice little features of BeLive.TV is that they allow you to write in an on-screen update like that. Uh, you just type it in. And uh, right now they have some holiday things. So you can add snow to your video, uh, a little bit less snow, a little bit less. You can turn off the snow. You can uh, do a little bit different holiday graphics. And uh, in the part one of this, I did have uh, a holiday graphic up. And so I think I'll end with the holiday graphic as well. But uh, the one person who's watching live now, if you have a question, you should ask it now because I will be uh, ending uh, this Facebook Live in a few minutes. Uh, it looks like uh, I can only do a Facebook Live for 45 minutes uh, through the interface that I'm using. I don't know if it's Facebook that's uh, causing a problem, if it's a BeLive.TV uh, limit or if it's a BeLive.TV Facebook interface problem, or just the work of God. Uh, but uh, the part one of this ended at around 45 minutes. <laughs> and just in the middle of me answering a question. So I, I finished answering that question at the beginning of this part two. And um, again, so if you wanted to comment, uh, you would you need to comment uh, now because otherwise, in in a couple minutes, I will end this Facebook Live event. But if you have a question, I will answer it, and I'll answer it in whatever time it takes. Uh, it looks like I've been on for about a half hour, so I haven't hit the forty-five minute limit yet. Um, at the beginning of uh, part one of this Facebook Live event, I talked about my 1,001 ways to market your books masterclass that I'm going to be doing with Daniel Hall. And I really encourage you guys to watch out for that. I will be uh, promoting it through my newsletter, through my blog, and obviously through Facebook. Um, and maybe Daniel and I will do a Facebook Live event together. Um, to help promote, you know, to promote the Thousand and One Ways Masterclass. We have some incredible stuff in the Masterclass. I'm just going to go over it again, just in case you didn't see part one of this. Um, the Masterclass uh, will consist of four sections. It's going to be all about getting more visibility offline and online. The first section is about creating relationships. I've talked about how important relationships are earlier in this video, and it's really important that you create relationships and real relationships. You know, ideally get to meet them at some point through a Skype interview, a Facebook Live interview, a podcast interview, something like that, or in person if possible. Uh, but the, the, you want to create relationships both online and offline. Uh, that can make a difference in marketing your books. And so the first section of the course has two modules in it. One is uh, a step-by-step -step, uh, way to create relationships and create real relationships. It's a very effective step-by-step -step technique that you do um, in less than an hour a day. And uh, I go into it in detail and I give you lots of resources to use to implement that strategy. 
The second module in the course is all about how to use social media to create relationships. Because social media is as important. The main reason that I use social media is to create relationships. Secondarily, I use it to sell. But to me, the most important thing is the relationships that I get online and, and through Facebook. And, and I've gotten lots of invites to speak through my um, presence on social media. And that's where a lot of people find me and they say, John, would you like to speak? Can I interview you for my blog? Can I interview you for my website? And I'm happy to do those things as long as I have time. And even if you're just, you know, I don't care if you're in the marketing sphere necessarily. If you're a book author and, and you have a podcast and you'd like to interview me, that would be fine. If you don't have a podcast, but you'd still like to do a Skype interview with me or a Facebook live interview with me and then uh, post it to your blog, that's fine too. Uh, you know, I like to support authors. And uh, if you host me, hopefully you'll get more traffic. Because one of the things that I always do uh, when I get interviews is that I promote an event. I promote the interview. And that's something that you should do too if you ever get interviewed by somebody. You should promote it on your blog, in your email newsletter, in your uh, uh, social media, and so on. So that's section one is, you know, using those things. Uh, and, we, you know, I'm talking a lot about the strategies of using social media to create relationships uh, and a lot of, you know, details and things like that. Set the part two of the 1001 Ways to Market Your Books Masterclass uh, will be involved with um, how to own your topic online. And that also has two modules. One is how to own your topic via URLs online, not just like book marketing bestsellers, which is one of the ways I own book marketing online, but also through uh, my Facebook page, book marketing bestsellers Facebook page, where you're watching this um, probably online, or um, my book marketing success stories group on Facebook, which I hope you will also join. Um, because I share different content to both of those sections. And I share different content to my personal profile. So uh, ideally, you're following my personal profile. You're my friend, my fan, whatever. But you also follow Book Marketing Bestsellers page and the Book Marketing Success Stories um, group on Facebook. But there's a lot of other ways, and I'm going to teach you 40 to 50 ways you can own your topic online besides your own blog and your own Facebook page. And this is some really incredible stuff that I'm going to be teaching you uh, that gives you ownership of your topic in, in key ways that could make a difference in helping you create relationships. And that's going to be in the masterclass coming up. The second thing is I'm going to take you step-by-step step through how to own your topic via your website or blog. And I'm going to take you step-by-step. Step. I'm going to show you exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a new topic that I'm not known for, and I'm going to show you how I own it, how I get into the top 10 of the search engines within 40 days by doing the step-by-step step process that I'm going to teach you each day 
one step. Each day you follow that one step and you create, you can create and own your topic and probably get in the top 10 of our search engines by doing what I'm going to be teaching you. This is something nobody else has been teaching uh, in, in any clear, concise way. And I'm going to be teaching that. And that's in part two of the 1001 Ways to Market Your Books Masterclass. Part three, I mean, yeah, part three is going to be about advertising. Um, and it's primarily going to talk about advertising online because the reality is advertising offline is relatively expensive. But online, you can do advertising and you can control your expenses. And there are three, definitely three major places that I would advertise if I were an author wanting, a new author, especially wanting to get exposure. One is Google Ad, AdSense, two, Facebook ads, and three, Amazon ads. And we're going to talk about those and give you a good, we'll show you examples of what you can do. We'll walk you through the steps of setting up an ad campaign. And uh, we'll be showing that to you. And that's one of the modules, uh, parts that we're going to be talking about. And the fourth part, um, and again, these are all to get you more visibility. The fourth part is all about how to go viral online. And this is going to be all about how to go about creating viral memes, viral videos, and viral things, but not just online, but offline as well. How do you dominate offline? Uh, how do you get recognition offline? And I'm going to show you some really neat resources that you could use to do that. Um, I just did this for, uh, I just released, uh, for example, a news release uh, online for a client of mine that got 350 links back to her website overnight. And now that's really powerful. And that's one of the ways that you can start to go viral. But I'm going to talk about how to use uh, videos to go viral, how to use GIFs to go viral, how to use memes to go viral and how to use Pinterest to go viral. Those are some of the things that we will be teaching in that uh, section of the course. And that's the 1001 Ways to Market Your Books Master 